On today's episode of Dad's Drinking Beer, Chris is solo at home, so we get to hear all about what he's gotten himself into while his wife and kid are on vacation. It's the college football preview episode, so we're going to give three major storylines some airtime and talk a little bit with a preview about the Michigan State Spartans. In line with the college football season, our modern dad movie of the month is The Program. Sit back, relax, crack a cold one, and enjoy responsibly. This is Dad's Drinking Beer. Dad's Drinking Beer. Welcome to Dad's Drinking Beer, everybody. This is the weekly watering hole where we ask you to pull up a chair, crack open a beer, jump into the conversation. We're here in South Austin in the bunker. I'm with my guy, Chris, and my name is Jim. Welcome to the show. Chris, how you doing tonight, bud? First off, let me say, what's up? <laughs> no, yeah, what's up? Things Feeling are good. good. Yeah. Things are really good, man. Um, you know, before we get started, obviously, got to give that disclaimer that the explicit sign is on. Yeah. The dads are talking. And it could get a little raunchy in here. Did you already say look for some fucking dinner? So we're, I mean, that should be clear. Well, it's a special night, so. The, the, thing, is, the thing is on the little podcast thing. You should be aware, just yes. saying. Yes, the explicit so, sign is lit up. It's very lit. So yeah. just for tonight, we'll let the Heisman hopeful say the line. Let's put the women and children to bed and go looking for fucking dinner, all right? So we are coming at you with a college football episode. Love it. We have uh, a lot of college storylines to kind of dive into. Yep. We're going to kind of narrow the episode. We have a really good, strong, tasty beer for and tonight. And I don't know what it is. A little kind of a surprise, mm-hmm. which I like it. Teasing it. I, I kind of like this new format where we know something that the, the listeners don't. In and this case, you yeah, don't even know. Yeah, You're know, in the fucking dark. It's good. I like it. Yeah. And then we'll also do a review of the Modern Dad movie of the month. Uh, for, for August, it was the program, the, the 1993 College football, male soap opera. I thought you were going to say classic. I was like, eh. Yeah, well, that's why I, I was looking for another word to use. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it has some classic moments. It has some classic lines. Classic 90s. Uh, yeah, it's a classic 90s sports movie. Yeah. It's a time capsule. It Totally. That some people probably will say it should still be buried. Yeah. But... Um, I don't know. I had fun. I had fun. It was a, it was a good movie. I think some people had never seen it. We watched it with they had never seen it before. I, it's been years since I had seen it, so it was kind of fun to see it again. Although I could have gone my entire life with never seeing it again. Here, but here we are. It was good. Wow. It was fun. That was a real backhanded diss right. at the end of that. I mean, it was good. I liked it though. <laughs> yeah. But it it's was okay. I could have lived my life without seeing it again. I know what you mean when when we always say uh, for our dad movies we only pick good movies. And Tom Berenger. And Tom Berenger. You're he right. He's not in it. Thank you for that asterisk. Yeah. This is one where it's like. It, it fits in a category of, you used to think it was really good. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yes. It don't know if it all holds up. Yeah, because as a kid, I definitely was like, this movie's fucking awesome. Like, yeah. Latimer with the fucking skull head, face paint was awesome, and Halle Berry, still awesome. She, she, I don't want to go into it too yeah. much, but yeah. No, let's let's just put put a pin on it. Put a pin in it. Uh, because we are going to come back okay. and dive in on the program. Before we kind of get into sports uh, and our college football preview... Chris, what's going on, man? Anything you want to talk um, about? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm as we talked about last time. I am uh, back to normal, um, vaxxed, fully recovered from COVID. Yeah, I'm feeling 
fucking great again. It was kind of taken. I mean, there's been a couple little times where I'm like, I got a sniffles, whatever. But all in all, feeling good. And just to put an extra little cherry on top, the wife and the kid are both out of town, and I'm solo for until Sunday. That's incredible. It's and I should also mention my boss is out of town, so it's. The ultimate vacation right now in my mind. What are you doing it's here, It's unreal. Man? It's fucking unreal. You should be in the pool. You should be recording this, like, poolside, junk out, doing whatever the fuck. I mean, I literally put my clothes on. I was doing that right before he came over. So <laughs> it, that's exactly what was happening. You, yeah. That's, Sorry I mean, to interrupt your it's, alone time. It's been, it's been, it's been bizarre, first off. But, I mean, totally bizarre to, like, not have a kid or, or someone needing something from your doing something or whatever it's been great so Dude. very relaxing i still have the dog so she's still here so yeah the dog is kind of that that trade-off but it's not the end of the world no is your dog needy nah nah when she's here but i mean i do i can't like be gone all day i gotta sure. go back and hang sure. out so yeah but no it's fucking great man it's it's it is a real vacation. Like, I feel like a real vacation. Just rest, man. Like, even, I'm on, even if we're on vacation, I'm still doing... You know how it is when you're a dad. You got shit to do. You got to fucking go here. You got to do this. You got to fuck... A vacation with kids isn't really a no, vacation. No. It's just your parenting in another locale. Yeah, and a vacation with... At least with my wife is awesome, but she likes to pack a lot of shit in. You know what I mean? She likes to, like, we're going to go golfing this day. We're going to go hiking. We're going to go scuba diving. We're gonna, and it's, again, not complaining, but it's just like... You know what I'd like to do is nothing. That's yeah. what I like to do. I mean, low-key on the itinerary is my is my groove. Yeah. Maybe one or two things planned, but not... No, I, yeah. I can't go every day. Like, some days, you almost need that mental break, and now you're you're given a four or five-day yeah. stretch. Yeah. Um, and obviously, really happy that you're feeling better. Uh, I didn't see the thermometer out there, so I, you know, we, we were being really careful entering the bunker before, but yep. you're, like, super-duper safe now, right? I'm, like, yeah, like... Super blood. The yeah. vaxxed twice. Yep. And the antibodies. Let's go. I know. I feel like I need a shirt because I'll still wear a mask when we go out just because I feel like it's the right thing to do. But I want to be like, I want to tell people like, I don't need this. You don't me. need this. I don't need this. <laughs> but I'll do it because I, I don't want to get the fucking stink eye. Yeah. Cue the eye roll. But you yeah. don't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's um, all good. I, tomorrow, I don't know what I'm going to do. But I know Saturday, I'm getting my club fitting. Golf club fitting, and then Sunday early morning I'm getting a massage. So I'm treating myself. Good for you. Living my fucking life. Let's spur the uh, the golf club. Thing well, I, now. I lost the weight. Okay. So that's a big deal. But we're moving forward now. Moving forward. So I I said I'm gonna go for it. I'm just gonna just get the iron fitting because I and you know kind of gonna enter, in phases. Yeah, in phases and okay. kind of start with the irons. I think that's what I need the most help with, and then I'll kind of introduce the other. Again, I don't want to. I would like to not spend a shitload, but I think it's going to end up being a shitload anyway. Hey, if you're already halfway to treating yourself with a massage the next day, dude, you might as well treat yourself on them golf clubs, well, bro. Hey, I got the email from the massage place being like, "Hey, it's your birthday. You get an extra like 30 minute foot massage if you do it within." I was like. Mm, booked so yeah foot massage wow foot yeah. jobs living though. the dream baby Dude. living the dream not enough to where I think I want it forever but it's nice to get a nice little four day break once in a while yeah. man jeez like, independence it's fucking great alright we'll, we'll talk later what else we could do I mean I'm yeah sure let's talk we could talk all night just the dads and loudly and we could fucking hang so it's pretty nice yeah it's great pretty nice alright uh, I see you just finished your beer perfect timing let's jump over to our beer of the night Drum roll, please. It's almost that time, dude. It is almost that time. All right, we're gonna drink. Um, we're gonna drink one from Stone. 
Okay. Uh, Stone Brewery. This is the Imperial Starfalker. Wow, okay. Easy IPA. It's a specialty zone beer. Uh, this is a strong guy, 9%. Holy... Uh, okay. It's a stellar, hazy, double IPA. And you're drinking it too, or just, just me? I've already had four. <laughs> no, I'm having one too. I'm having one too. Um, okay, I mean, I, I like all of Stone stuff, so that's great. I've never even seen this one before. This is new. This is a special, hazy, double IPA. It is available nationwide, so some of you listening from outside of Texas might know what we're talking about. Um, the buzz is that it's doing so well. Um, it came out two months ago, June 22nd of 2021. Uh, you want to drink it fresh, obviously. <laughs> this isn't some Pliny the Elder where they're like, you better fucking drink this. <laughs> um, but it's got peach, nectarine, pineapple, plum, grainy wheat character. Okay. And wait for it. Marshmallow. That's just the aroma. Just the aroma. This shit this beer has so much stuff packed into it that I I have had one already. It is delicious. It wow. Is, it has got so many flavors. And honestly, I don't know if this is going to be a, a long-time beer from them. I think it's a special release. I really, I don't think it's going to be one that's here for, for too long. So, okay. it, it, so you're saying this is, this is a limited release? It's another okay. limited okay. release. The can looks awesome. I love the purple. It looks cool. I'm dude, excited. Purple with some funky uh, shit in the sea. And then if you look... You got fruits over here, too. Yeah, little, too. F- little peaches and Peach, whatever. Nectarine, hops. No marshmallow. I'm excited about the marshmallow and the nose on that. So, um, let's, I mean... Let's crack this bit. Cheers, buddy. Yes, sir. Good to be in the bunker. Take a swig of that, or a sniff and a swig. Hmm. For a 9%er, super drinky. I mean, you could drink that. Yeah. That, that gets you in trouble. Yeah. I'm thinking of other double hazies we've had, like the Megaflora from Awesome Beer Works. Yeah. Uh, the Pliny the Elder is a double IPA. This is very uh, smooth. Yeah, it, it is. It doesn't have no, a lot is. of... I mean, it helps that it's like ridiculously cold. Right. But Stone Stone doesn't really have a bad base. I agree. Base, I, agree. I mean, no. we haven't had a bad bad beer from Stone. No, I, I've always liked Stone. Um, it's one of those ones I never buy for whatever reason. I think it's because I have a ton of beers. And I never know which one I've had. And Callie Dave loves Stone Brewery. I know he's a big fan of theirs. So that's not a he's always given me San Diego area. Right? I think it is. Yeah. yeah, at least that's where I've had it. Yes. Um, and yeah, uh, this is not bad. Nine percent. So no, 9%. the show's going to take a turn here. Yeah, people. that's why it's a shorter show too. But yeah, man, really good aroma on this. Tons of fruits. The it, it it's got a like a fruity taste, but it's not it's not so floral that you're like. I don't taste beer. There's still a beer somewhere in that right. can. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, it's it's definitely fruity. It's definitely got a little alcohol, especially on that second one I just did. Definitely get the kind of, you know, you're drinking something. Yeah, it's really good. It's, yeah. I like it. No, um, you remember how the Pliny the Elder had that bitter kind of ending, and but it was a good bitter? This has a little bit of that, too. It does. Because it's like, we want you to keep keep drinking it. It's so smooth and... Kind of just just lightly carbonated. Have you noticed that? Like it's yeah. not. You know, you drink a nine percent beer. Sometimes you're going to have a little bit of that. You feel like you're drinking a glass of whiskey or something. Yeah, someone just and dropped this. This is a hazy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, I think Stone is pretty solid. Like 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 we said. I I don't know how much I love the name because you know what it reminds me of. Like the Voodoo Ranger series where they want to try to yes. create a different beer every other every other uh, every other month. Right. It does have that vibe. 
the Imperial Star Fokker. Even the uh, the font is very Star Trek. Star Trek, yeah. Yeah, so it's got some uh, it's got some definitely out there, you know, the Great Beyond type of vibe. I dig it. I like it. It's good beer. And as always, the pop top has yeah, the, the little, uh, little, little Diablo. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking cool. I always wonder how much that fucking costs. To keep going and punching it. A million of those fucking things. It's got to be worth it, but hey. Hey. It's a good beer. It is. I like it. It's a good beer. I'm like, I'm, nice surprise. Yeah. We'll come back and score it at the end of the episode. So sip, sip away. It is 9%. Yeah. Um, we'll just keep powering through. Yep. Let's go into the sports hole. Sports hole. It's it's just one hole today, but it's... it's it's got a lot of room to, to work. Yeah, there's we're we have a whole thing planned for NFL, so we're gonna not push too hard right now into this hole. We're gonna kind of just just tickle it, and then got a little bit uh, stuff to talk about. But yeah, we're gonna get heavy next episode. Just kind of a little heads up there. Yeah, this is the foreplay for next week's hot. This is hot like and heavy. the third date, and then the next one will be like. It, you're, it's happening. Okay. Think, close I don't know personal. if that's still the policy anymore. Yeah, no, it's not. These you know, fucking people, people are, are eating ass on the first date. I was just date. about to say they're licking ass on the first date. <laughs> COVID or not, man. Uh, we just missed out on that generation. I'm, that's, yeah, I'm yeah. okay with it. Me too. Let's dive in. <laughs> Sweet spot, the pink spot um, of the sloppy Joseph. That's right. That's right. The the molten core, if you will. Oh yeah. Digging in. A little bit of smoke popping up every step you take. Snap pop. Every, every breath you take. <laughs> um, but before I get down to the to the meat of it, um, let's do a quick baseball check-in. Are the Giants still in first place? You know what they are. Uh, how about you? Are the White Sox still in first place? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Cool. Nice. Let's just let's just stop right there. That's it. Um, we, we, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll come back to baseball in a couple weeks. We're putting a lot of pins in things today. Put a yeah. pin on that one. Put a pin in it. Write that down. <laughs> All right. Um, college football starts technically the 28th. You have your first couple real college football games. That's pretty great. Oh, it's really fucking great. I mean, look, you're a bigger college guy than I am, but the thing for me, college coming in ushers the way it's the so NFL. It's the wave of what's behind it. Absolutely. And I, and I get excited about NFL, or sorry, I get excited about college football through you because you have a great team in Michigan State. So I, yeah, I root for Michigan State by default. Spartans, go green. I mean, does you have to go white? This yeah. Is what's up? If you, I, I long, long time ago, someone told me if you don't have a, a dog in the fight, you'd go with your friend. And if and if you're an asshole that would root against your friend and you don't have a dog in the fight. That's not your friend. That wouldn't work. Yeah, this would be a totally different podcast. To- totally, it'd be pretty it would. hostile. <laughs> and I know you're very sensitive about it. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. imagine if I was a Michigan guy. I mean, I think it would make for good listening, but we wouldn't um, we wouldn't have as many inside jokes. I don't think. Yeah, yeah no. I'd rather watch the game with you and, and root for our guys. Um, so that being said. We'll get a little Michigan State preview in at the end, just because I, I have to talk about it a little have bit, to, right? just in case. Um, other than that, tomorrow night, the twenty eighth, real games start. The not a lot of games this weekend, since you are going to be home alone, Chris. I could see now in your future, there's also going to be some college football on in the background. There will be yeah. games that matter, which is cool. Um, but there are some really big storylines going into this season that we 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 kind of previewed this earlier. Don't really have much to do with 
logistics and personnel. Yeah. It's about bigger overarching issues. So my first topic I want to talk about and get your feedback on Love is uh, back to normal? Right. Question mark? Are we are we back to normal? Shrug emoji? Yeah. yeah. Uh, SMH? Like, <laughs> like man? Yellow hair? Non-skin color? Um, is it too soon to tell? Back to normal? I mean, I hate the, the term new normal and all that shit, but I definitely think this is the new normal as far as... You know, there's players that are on the COVID protocol. And it now, it, before, remember, it was like, holy shit, stop the fucking league, it's over. Now it's just like, he's gone for a while. And he comes, he's going to come back. So I think that that's the new normal. I think people are starting to kind of like, uh, I hate to say it. I don't want to sound, you know, like I'm not aware of all the impact it's had. But people are not as scared of it anymore. It's not as, it, we're, we're, we're living with it. Despite the best efforts of, you know, the news... And every channel you turn on and every right. feeling you get. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think some people are getting to that point where it's 18 months now and they're saying, um, I, I've either had it right. or I've got the vaccine, which means if if what everyone's telling me is true, it won't be as much of an impact. Right. Um, I have people on both sides of that, people who haven't really left their house and people who say, if you're young and healthy, and by young, I mean, you're you know, under 65. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Go get it. Right. Go get it and get rid of it. And like, even my wife and I, our kids have been at school now for a week and a half and we're kind of looking at each other going, it's probably coming now. Like it's, it, it, it's going to hit the school at some point. Yeah. So my thing is normal for the players. No, it's not normal for the players. Normal for the crowds. I'm going to say for September. Yes. Yeah. But I don't, this crystal ball is fucking murky yeah, beyond this. hazy because, like this fucking Imperial Falker. Dude. Thank God. Yeah. Nice, nice little callback there. I don't know how this is really going to progress throughout the year because it's better than last year when there was no fans or they had the uh, the cardboard cutouts. That was weird, yeah. Super weird. Pumped in stadium noise. If nothing else, my takeaway is this. Because I'm, I'm so unsure, I'm going to be more intentional about watching games week one and two because yeah. I don't know what it's going to look like in October, November. I agree with you. I think they won't air quoting here, cancel the season this time or cancel the things because whereas before where we were, everyone was unsure. Again, there's no vaccines, so it was different. Now, like you said, people aren't scared. People are getting vaxxed. So they're going to play. Maybe the fan situation changes, but I think the games will play. But that, well, the games, okay, the games are one thing. And, and, and like you said, if, if I think the one thing that you kind of shortchanged a little is if one guy gets COVID, it's not just him. Yeah. It's him and anyone else at that position yeah, who yeah. might have been contact. Or if, God forbid, they practice with another team, right? you know, like to do a scrimmage or something. Now we're looking at both teams being out. And if you remember last year, people were rescheduling shit. And yeah. they were like, oh, I'll play you on this date. We'll go here. This is really two camps. Is it the players? Is it back to normal? Which I don't I don't think it is yet because of, of this potential. Yeah. And the fans. And the fans, any, any fans is better than none. Yeah. But what if the biggest campuses all of a sudden get hit again with another variant or with this one. That's why I'm, I'm going to stick with it. It's just, it's just too soon to tell. Yeah. I mean, I think that's fair to say. Too soon to, to tell about anything, especially sports viewing in a large yeah. scale. So, But the first couple of weeks, no one's going to give a shit. They haven't been there for over a year. If I'm a student and I didn't get to go to any game last year, I'm, I'm, I might go early. I might be that, that Tubbo fat fuck in the front with body paint 
and getting front row if I can. Like, right. like because right. this this might be it. This might right. be the only chance. With a Sparty helmet on your penis, ready to go. You mean the one you that's still have tattooed? That? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. You still have that? Yeah. It's already, it's, it's already it's permanent. It's already got yeah. the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> All I have to do is... It's a solid look. Clean it up. Um, yeah, no, I think, yeah. I think that we agree. Okay. It sucks that it's always going to yeah. be over, over, overlaying like a cloud, like... Like, not that this element's here, but whatever. It, yeah. just, it is what it is. It is what it is. Okay. Another big thing is, even though it doesn't take place yet, the SEC expansion. Mm-hmm. We're in Austin. Yep. UT is joining the SEC. It's fucking... People are talking... In four it's seasons. crazy, yeah. Or sooner. Yeah. They might try and buy out and get out a little earlier. Yeah. Oklahoma is also following suit. So... You have so, to have that, right? Yeah. It has to stay. It's yeah. a two... It, and yes, but it becomes almost a two-part question because... With tons of variables, right? What does this mean for the Big 12? Because the Big 12 is now led by, you know, Baylor, right. Iowa State, Kansas. Kansas, right. Right? Yeah. Maybe you could argue Texas Tech. You could argue some of the other smaller K schools. K-State? Is that another K-State, one? K-State, yeah. TCU. But, like, the really big ones. Yeah. UT and OU were clearly 1-1-A. One, one Absolutely. Or, you know, 1-1-2. Yeah. One, one, so, I want to hear from you. What does this mean for the Big 12? But also, is the SEC just, like... The, the writing's on the wall. Like, they're running the show here. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think what does it mean for the Big 12? It definitely is becoming an inferior, uh, you know, division or... or conference. Conference. Sorry, yeah. thank you. No, for sure. It's definitely becoming an inferior conference. Um, kind of like the Intercontinental Championship belt versus the heavyweight belt, right? This The heavyweight belt, everyone knows that's the yeah. real one. Intercontinental. What's the... Uh... What's the intercontinental? You don't know this? Mm-hmm. Oh, in WWE or WWF, there's like the WWF Championship. That's like Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant and like the big guys. And then there's like the Intercontinental, which was like the... It was always kind of like the smaller guys. Like Sting? That was WCW. Oh, my bad. My right. bad. Sorry. Um, but they had that too. So yeah, it's kind of it was like a, it was like a smaller league or like a division of the belt thing. Sorry, I thought you'd catch no, the reference, but I guess you didn't. My wrestling knowledge is <laughs> is like less than nothing. Right. All the, all I'm saying is is it seems as though it's a smaller division, and I believe it's more of a sign of what's to come on the bigger picture, which is I think they're going to just have one big super league kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, which is what that SEC is becoming. It is. It is, and they there's total disregard for the NCAA at this point. Like the conferences can do. What they want, the teams within the conferences seems seem to do whatever they want. Yeah, and it seems like the SEC calls shots quicker than than anybody. Right, and the people want to see those big matchups. They want to see the games against the bigger schools, and that's what's going to bring the money in. And that's all they fucking care about. That's the bottom line. Yeah, that sucks. Well, I'm still a Big Ten guy. Yeah, but the SEC should be pretty hot in the, a few years. And the Big Ten still looks good. Big Ten's fine. Yeah, big, the Big Ten uh, created a model with their Big Ten network before anybody else did. Yeah. And they get split equal revenue shares from that channel. Right. UT didn't get that deal with, with the, the Big 12, so they created their own channel. I was going to say, they had the Longhorn Network that's here. What they, yeah. That's what they did. And I'm right. sure they're going to try and keep tabs on that when they drag it into the SEC. But right. uh, no, I mean, the Big 10 doesn't have a, a, you know, um, a need for anything else bigger like that. But there is talks now of an alliance between them and the ACC and then maybe the Pac-12 get involved, yeah. where they kind of say, "Hey, we are we're 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 locked arm in arm. We're not going anywhere. We're gonna we're gonna pretend that this is still a fair landscape, right? Because the SEC is becoming, to your point, overloaded with like like rock stars. Powerhouse, yeah. If you become somebody like a 
I don't know, let's say like a Texas A&M, right. who's typically a top 10 school. Yeah. You might still be top 10 and, and fifth in your conference. Is that good enough for the coach? Is that good enough for the AD? Right. I, I don't think so. No. I, I think that it is all based on money, and the whole thing is a money grab, which, I mean, I don't knock it. I'm just saying that's what it is. Yeah. And as a fan, all I want to see is is good games. Because, you know, you, you see games where they're blowouts. You see, I want to see fucking these kids just yeah. go to fucking battle. I love it. That's what you... That's that's the trade-off in college, right? Is that you're going to get a couple cupcake teams right. warm up where NFL, you're not going to get that. Right, like, right, exactly. You might play the Lions a lot, but Lions <laughs> yeah. still win a few games. I was every say, day, yeah, you, know? you might get a couple. They might blow up your fucking fantasy, but yeah, or you play the, the Houston yeah. Texans or something. Or your Survivor League gets fucked in week one, <laughs> and you're like, do the revival, Rudy. Fuck it. All right. Um, well, we'll see how that shakes out. Yeah, I'm curious. I, I didn't. I thought it was going to happen sooner than four years. I didn't know that was the case for yeah. UT. Well, 2025 is like the latest it could happen. Okay. So don't get me wrong. If if Texas doesn't do well in the Big Twelve this year. There might be more pressure from those boosters who are the ones pushing the, the chips around, pushing right. the money around right. to say, hey, let's get these guys in. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. All right. The other huge storyline going in this season. Massive. Is the NCAA's uh, forfeit or the uh, federal ruling that the players now can earn compensation based on their name, their image, or their likeness. Right. Right? No, no team situation. No. Right. They don't get any revenue pie cut from the NCAA, from the university, from the athletic department, but they do get to say, hey, I want to go sponsor the Jimmy Johns uh, and make them, you know, a a commercial or do some kind of promo thing. Whereas in the past, you couldn't even get a job. You couldn't even do anything like that. This is now okay. Right. So you'd be Um, on Subway. Correct. Talk about a hole in one. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. What do you think that might mean, though, in terms of what you see on the field? Oh, wow, good question. Um, I th- first off, I think it's great. Start with that. Yeah, let's let's, I, yeah. let's start there. I'm sorry. What are your takeaways, yeah. and, and how do you think? I it'll, love it. I think it's I think it's see? it's it's long overdue, and it's time that they, these guys get paid. I mean, the money that the NCAA and the teams are making is ridiculous, and these guys need some fucking cut. Yeah, for not really doing much except putting the team together. Everything else is the player. Executing, right? Yeah, I mean, right. The legacy of a lot of these teams is what is part of it, but the games and the team on the field, again, not just football. We're talking baseball, right? Because it's everything. Everything. Right. So Gymnastics. Um, I love it. Field hockey. Right. It could be something Ultimate way Frisbee. Where no one shows up, but yeah. Hey, I'm going to go to the uh, the head shop right. and do a quick online ad get a thousand dollars or some store credit yeah that wasn't even considered you would get suspended you yeah. would be you would lose your ability to go to school you know with the scholarship yeah. you would lose that if you if you had that now it's now it's done so yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're on board with yeah, it 100 percent. i am too. I, anyone that would disagree with it is a fucking idiot in my opinion sorry well they i think they just had to bend somewhere right if you can't get a job you need to up their stipend some of them have families. Some of them have families that are depending on them at home. Yeah. The, who never would have had a chance to even go to college, but now that they're getting paid to, to, to go or whatever, like, you you had to bend somewhere. And these kids are taking a risk of their health. I mean, look, if you're, if you're, a, if you're not able to make money, but you're playing football at a supreme level, and you break your fucking leg, you can't go... Or not... You can't, but it's going to be very tough to go into the NFL. Yeah. So... 
you got to get what you can. And that's why a lot of these guys are leaving so early. I think it might, you asked about how it's going to re- re- you know, react on the field. I think it might keep people on teams maybe longer, possibly. That's interesting. Um, but I do think there are going to be a lot of like personal branding projects, which, I, which again, I'm all for it. Like if it's going to make for college football some maybe some fun, you know, celebrations or or uh, whatever, some cool gloves or cleats or whatever yeah. they're going to be doing. Yeah, I'm for it, man. I think it's great. I, I really do. I really do like it. Yeah, I could see the uh, the running back from Michigan State like running to the end zone and taking out like. You know, Pizza House, which is a great East Lansing staple, Fuck, taking, a, taking a bite of pizza and like little wink at the camera. <sighs> Tons of product placement. Now, I like that point about players staying longer. I could see that maybe in uh, in a sport like basketball sure. where they could they could do one and dones. Um, what I don't want to see happen, though, is the schools with the most, and maybe this is already happening. This is where you can say, hey, Jim, newsflash, this is already happening. But the schools with the most um, advertising and like, does this become a new recruiting tool? I, that, you to literally, say, I was going to say, is it going to affect recruiting? Right. Yeah. Is it like, hey, you can go to Minnesota, for right. example, and be right. a starting quarterback. Right. But our backup quarterbacks at, you know, let's say Purdue or a little bit you know, further south, maybe like Tennessee, you can get sponsorships with, with, with a car dealership, with our local restaurants that, you know... Right. You right. know, it's like, what, yeah, I mean, what do you do? You're literally applying for a job at that point. You're, you're saying you can make $150,000 a year here, or you can go make a couple million because you're going to be on the stage at Florida, or you're going to be, you know, Miami, whatever it is, these big schools that are going to push it, I'm sure. Because yeah. I think there will be schools that will probably try to, like, tamp it down and not let you just be all over it. And then there's going to be schools that are going to be like, what the fuck? Who gives a shit? Let's go. Because I think schools like Miami, are, I feel like that's just a fucking wheels-off situation over there. Yeah. If you... Bring people into the seats. Who, who the fuck cares? Yeah. You got the fucking chain going. It, shit's fucking wild. Yeah. I think yeah. it's going to be a scene. So, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it. But I do think it could it could get wild. It could get out of out of hand. Yeah. Right? But you know what? Let's just, you know, get our popcorn and, and, and watch the whole thing unfold. And if, if, if a running back from Michigan State runs in one and pulls a fucking pizza house pizza out from the fucking yes. foam behind the yes. end zone... I'm going to fucking buy that guy's shoes when he gets to the fucking NFL. Or That's the thing. is They can be with big names, too. Not just local, smaller brands. They, Nike can sponsor these individual athletes, right? Right. So that if that's the thing. If a team like like UT, they're a Nike team, right? There's a lot yeah. of Nike teams. So is Michigan State. So so Michigan State's a Nike team. You have to wear Nikes, I'm assuming. What if a guy is signed with Adidas? That's another thing. Is where you could have conflicts of interest where you say, right. how much oversight does the team have? Right. That could be an example where it's like, right. hey, guys... We're gonna let you do what you want, but these brands are off right. because For you aren't representing. Teams. Yeah, you aren't yeah. representing this. Right. So um, the smaller the smaller sponsorships would probably go for those players who are likely gonna hang the pads up. Yeah, you know, like they're yeah. the ones who are gonna get the pizza house or you know anything that's kind of kind of local. Because then you're still playing ball and you're making a little bit of money. I I think what we're gonna lose out on is the player who's just playing for the love of the game. It's too early to tell. But if they're always looking out for themselves now as a, I can't play because I need to keep my sponsorship going. Like, like I wonder where that'll fall on the priority line right, because right. a sponsorship in college should not be your apex. It should no. not be like what you're pushing for, right? right? Yeah. So we'll see. I, I think that's the only like question mark I have on it is where do people put their priorities? Is it the team and winning or is it me looking good for 
you know, Roger Beasley Mazda. Yeah. Quick free it, plug there. Right. Because that's the thing is it's always been, I'm, and we've talked about it on this podcast before, college sports for me is always so much more exciting because you know these kids are fucking hungry. It's Passion. faster. It's harder. Everything's on fire. It's sloppy. From day one, it's fucking go for, again, all sports, not just basketball, football, baseball, because they're going for it because they got to fucking get it. Because they're all trying to get to the next step. Whereas maybe for a lot of these guys, this is the step. This yes. is the final step. So that will be interesting to see. Yeah. And we will be talking about this throughout. Yeah. No more like uh, boosters giving them an envelope full of 50 bucks. <laughs> um, you're right. If they, if they do that now, it's going to be like, what are you doing? You're, right. you're making way more than that right. at, at, the, at the spot at, over at here. Pizza House. Oh my god! I, just, I, I, I really want pizza. I don't know. Pizza House is pretty fucking good. <laughs> is it good? Yeah. Shout out East Lansing Pizza there. Well, those are the three big ones I picked. I, I, I just want to touch on Michigan State real quick. Please. Because this is still a uh, Spartan household This is a Spartan. The bunker. the bunker is a Spartan house. We have the life-size Sparty in the corner over there. Thank you. Yeah. Good to see you, bud. All right. Let's talk about real quick in a recap last season. Um, Michigan State went 2-5. and five. Coach Mel Tucker, it was his first year yep. as a coach, if you weird, remember. Weird season. Yeah. Very weird. They never really got continued stretches of practice. I think you could say that for a lot of teams. But D'Antonio had retired the year prior. We didn't have a lot of returning talent. A lot of people transferred out. Um, But we beat Northwestern, who won the West of the Big Ten. And we beat Michigan. All that matters. Two and five, that's all that matters. That was a great season. That was a successful season in my book. I agree. I mean, there was a lot of games... We would have, I say, I'm putting myself please, in the collective please, we work, here. Work, we would have liked up. to win, but all we needed to win was Michigan. Yes. And maybe one other one. Yes. So we got it. We were clearly uh, offensively challenged last year. Um, we threw the ball away a lot. A lot of turnovers, tons of interceptions. We have a lot of players coming back, which yeah. I don't know if that's really great or not. But the one guy who is gone is Rocky Lombardi. Right. The Beach blonde quarterback who Rocky surfs up. So in comes this kid named Anthony Russo, quarterback out of Temple. Anthony. He's a transfer. He has to beat out uh, the Michigan State kind of incumbent quarterback named Peyton Thorne. Um, what a what a quarterback Fuck name, yeah, right? Great name. So that's the battle right now because the kid from Temple, Russo, was one of the highly sought after transfers, and we and we nailed him. Um, but he throws a lot of picks. <laughs> The only difference is he's a pro-style quarterback. He's got a cannon of an arm. Peyton Thorne is more precision, a little, lank, little lankier. Um, he did okay last year in relief of, of Lombardi. So the offense is still kind of the big question mark here. Right. Um, although our skill players are pretty good. Uh, the last thing I'll say is if our O-line uh, continues to improve, because, again, I don't think we, we played well at you know front either side of the ball uh, at the line, and we stop throwing interceptions. I'm going to say, uh, assuming we play all 12 games, I'm going to go six and six. Okay. Bowl eligible. We're going to win one of the one of those three big matchups. We're either going to beat Penn State or Ohio State or Michigan. Okay. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Which of those three would you prefer? Michigan. Okay. That's that's the one. We could go one and eleven, Chris, and yeah. beat Harbaugh again. And that's a successful season. I would still find a way to, to say, hey, Mel Tucker, you've got these kids on the right track. Because make no mistake, we're in a rebuild. Right. We are in a I mean, rebuild. Literally, coach change, quarterback change. It's a lot going on. 
Recruiting classes is out. He has another year still of who he's going after. And the kids he's bringing in are 18, 19. Right. They're not the ones playing right now. Right. So don't 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 look ahead and say, oh, this is going to be the year where we, we turn it all around. But, you know, in this landscape where you really only can count on Clemson and Bama and Ohio State and uh, Georgia uh, to show up at the end, I'm, I'm going to root for Michigan State. That's where I'm coming Same. from. Well, I'm going to go six and six. I um, I will also be rooting for Georgia and Tennessee because my niece and nephew go there. Hell but, yeah. They're good schools. But yeah, Michigan State, I got I got my my hat is on Michigan State. For sure. So yeah. For sure. All right. So just to kind of bring it all together, um, Michigan State's first game is Friday, September 3rd. Uh, we're playing Northwestern on a nice Friday night game. We do have a home and home starting with Miami. Speaking of Miami, so we have Miami at home this year. We're oh, at good. Miami next year. Okay. So that'd be cool. Yeah. Let, a, a test, like a litmus test. Let's yeah. see how well we're going to play against another team from a power conference. Right. That's not the Big Ten that we're familiar with. Hey, let's see what happens. Let's see what so happens. And just to bring it all the way back, Giants first place, White Sox first place. I want White Sox Giants World Series. That would be fucking nuts. We just want to see what happens in the bunker when you have two guys... Two dads just duking it out over the fall classic. Okay, so before we get deep, deep, deep into putting steroids in our butt and jumping motorcycles in a random rock quarry or whatever else, um, please let me say thank you to Benny from Bronze Whale um, from Rogue Brewing for our official, unofficial coaster uh, of DDB to Breakmaster Cylinder for the outro and actually the intro music, I've realized. He's the, you know, not the dadging a beer theme, but the when we are doing the voiceover at the beginning. Hell yeah. So thanks to Breakmaster Cylinder. Who else? I, I want to say, you know, thank you to 1993 Halle Berry. Oh, uh, who doesn't look like she's aged a day. That is some good lotion. I want to <laughs> I wanna say thank you to the folks who make shoulder pads for those sports jackets. Yeah. Uh, we had a lot of great laughs with that last night. Christy Swanson, also, the the, the OG Buffy, smoking hot. Come Dime. on the pod. You, Please. You happily, you know, pull hey. up a chair with the dad. If you can come on the pod now, between now and Sunday, I'm single. So You can come sit on it. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. And uh, obviously thanking you, the, the listeners, the people who put us on in the car or put us on while you're working from home. We really appreciate that. Do us any any favor that you can. Like, subscribe, tweet about it, retweet about it. Um, TikTok. Anything, yeah. I don't know any, what they fucking do on that, but yeah. If you just get on there and say, hey, check out the dads. Um, we're always good for some laughs, talking sports, talking about beer, and talking about, you know, tonight, the program. So right. uh, the 1993 uh, used to think it was a really great <laughs> film. It's still entertaining. It's fucking, it's great. It's, uh, it's, it's a soap opera. It's fun, yeah. No, yeah. So yeah, we watched the program. You know, we typically give we like we do like grading things and rating things. We're not doing that with this one. We just kind of have a couple of little, little tidbits. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's start there then. Let's yeah. start with um, you know brief brief synopsis of the program. Just so for those of you who who haven't seen it, because we found out a lot of people hadn't seen it before. Yeah. Well, it, it was a dud. Right. It did not do a lot of box office. Uh, it was supposed to be made to kind of show the grittier side of of the culture and the program at college football, which. You know, if you've been listening to the episode, we kind of dove in on that in yeah. terms of some of this stuff still is very fucking true. It's about the money. It's about the boosters. It's about putting the winning product on the field, no matter what distractions or like roadblocks come throughout your way. Like right. keep keep moving. Yeah. We're just trying to win, baby. So 
the synopsis is several players from different backgrounds try to cope with the pressures of playing football at a major university. That's right. Each deals with the pressure differently. Some turn to drinking, others turn to drugs, and some to studying. Um, that's a pretty shitty synopsis, yeah, really. to be honest. It's uh, terrible. Yeah. Maybe next time I'll pick a different uh, site to pull the synopsis from. But um, came out in 93, stars James Caan. Uh, I already mentioned Halle Berry, Omar Epps, um, Craig Sheffer uh, as, as Joe Kane, and uh, a pretty cool roundabout of, of smaller characters. But um, give us your takeaway yeah. uh, in terms of the rewatch. Yeah. How long has it been? What kind of stuck with you? Uh, and then I'll I'll give my my two cents on that, and then we'll talk about like what what held up, what what didn't hold right. up. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think I think all in all, like you said, you touched on. I remember watching it as a kid and feeling like this movie is fucking dirty. Like it was gritty and real, and like oh my god, this is like an inside look into college football and the dangers of of um, steroid use and yeah. drinking and dry, you know taking a motorcycle drive with your girlfriend, hot girlfriend by the way. Um, you know, but then when you watch it again, it was like it kind of all got away with everything. Like the the steroids guy was he doing he was supposed to be off steroids and then did it again. Latimer, right? Latimer. Yes. Yes. Um, so even when even when Khan said that one time, he's like, "Hey, look at me." He's like, "Man, he could tell he was still on the on the juice," but he let it go. And you know, the other guy was Joe Kane. Joe Kane has ever been a better like fictional quarterback name like the. Let's just come out and say it. The quarterbacks always get the best name in these movies. Yeah, Kane is able. Kane is able. Yeah, you get that together with a Bud Light guy, whatever. <laughs> it was it was great. Um, throwing guys into the fucking bowling trophy case and then driving in a Nissan pickup and getting pulled over. Was it a Nissan? Yeah, like a red <laughs> Nissan pickup. And then he goes to so rehab. And the other guy breaks his fucking leg. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was it was terrible. But the end. James Conn's going off on a... He kept his job. He's going off on a recruiting trip. Although, why does he keep his luggage in the stadium? I don't know. He should be coming from his house. Just saying. It was weird. Yes. Uh, wow. Wow. lot to unfold so, yeah. there. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, movie, the movie didn't pay a lot of attention to detail. No. Right? Yeah. No. It glossed over a lot. It had a few editing gaffes. Um, I still thought it was pretty entertaining, but it was a big nostalgia watch for me. Same, same thing as you. I watched it a lot as a kid. I played football, not in college, but I played high school, and it was really cool to watch this movie, like, like coming home from doubles, coming home from the two-a-days. It was kind of like, let's put on the program so that I remember why I'm fucking doing this, right? Like, why it's 100 degrees and I'm putting on all these pads and, and just, like, throwing my body out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, So you could hook up with a chick like Halle Berry. I mean, fucking tutor me. Why'd I have good grades then, right? Right. Um, but, yeah, the... Uh, the the quarterback, obviously, Joe Kane, Heisman hopeful, definitely got some vibes of that, you know, Friday Night Lights, Texas Forever vibe yeah. where you can get away with anything. This guy rocked a motorcycle on campus. Like, he like, said, fuck it. Yeah. He, yeah, exactly, right? Here, while I'm saying, fuck it, let me let me swoosh my hair back, throw on some shades, and pop my leather jacket collar. Such a fucking guy, yeah. That was, was a, the poor man's Christian Slater, as I call him. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I believe Slater was busy. Right. Which is kind of a joke in itself in the 90s, but whatever. <laughs> we'll get into that another time. Um, yes, preposterous. The amount of drama 
this one team took on. I, I called it a male soap opera earlier because I'm thinking about it like every chance they had to make something dramatic, they went overboard with right, it. Right, right. This guy had a steroid problem. Let's shove it down people's throat. How many times he's he's running around the parking lot, slamming his face through through windshields, right? Yeah, yeah. And and I'm not dissing the character. Latimer, that that, that actor, um, I don't have his name in front of me. Andrew something, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he was committed. I'm not making fun of the craft. I'm yeah. just saying, like, he was on steroids. Let's let's blow that out of proportion. He yeah. is doing deadlifts after a game and screaming in the gym, uh, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, place at the table. He made the starting line, right? <laughs> so um, that's kind of where I think if it's just a product of the 90s or is it just... This movie didn't know when to kind of stop at the line. Like yeah. there was no subtlety in here. Right. Everything was very on the nose. Um, but I think that the the best scenes for me that that held up were the game footage. Yeah. When you got into the game, it was great. I don't know why at the snap they couldn't avoid slow motion, but that just further speaks to my can we make this more dramatic? It's yeah. fucking slow-mo. Yeah, slow motion, but the but the, the audio was normal, which is kind of uh, other weird. than the ridiculous dubbing right. and ADR that they had where right. people had full mouth guards in and were having paragraph conversations. Yeah, not winded. Yeah. No, exactly. And it was like the most, you know, enunciated statement. Motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> um I really like just a quick call. I'm gonna I'm gonna compliment this. I really like the the camera angle through the face mask. You liked it. They okay. waited till the end. Yeah. I think you made a joke like maybe they realized it and the and the, they filmed chronologically and thought oh shit we should have done this earlier. Like, like, Hold on, what if we put this helmet on top of this camera or just a face mask probably? Just the face mask. Yeah. That, that's that's all it was yeah. right. Um, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the uh, the scenes with Alvin Mack at the line. I think, oh, yeah. I think as a kid you liked it and that that held up with the group of 30 and 40 something year old dads 50 if you count Callie Dave what's up Callie um, <laughs> we were laughing pretty good during those scenes and they held those up those held up those, like you said those, those, those did hold up and um, I remember that when I was a kid that was that was kind of scary for me because again I was playing football and I was like oh shit I don't want to run into one of those guys right and those are the guys you'd fuck, those guys would fucking run you over I think for me, what held up the most was Halle Berry. Halle Berry, when I was a kid, was doing it for me, and she still was doing it for me. Hell yeah. She still, we looked her up before we hit record, still is doing it. She looks great. Good 100%, for her. 100%. Halle Berry, mm, come on the pod. Come on down. Jesus. I think uh, the the sports jackets and the fashion, yeah, definitely we, a miss. We did say we sh- next time we watch it, I don't know when that will ever be. <laughs> But next time we watch it, we need a drinking game where every time a woman is wearing a sports coat, we have to take a drink, which we would have been slammed. We're going to be blacked out by like half so many through. sports coats with shoulder pads in that movie. That's a great call out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christy Swanson, too. Um, playing Playing tennis in uh, jean shorts. Yep. With a bad knee. Yeah. And like going for it. Beating the fuck out of Joe Kane in, in tennis, too. Right. And some yeah. other details. Like, she didn't change her clothes. He totally changed yeah. his clothes. Right. He was getting ready to go out. T-shirt tucked in in jeans, bad look, but whatever. And then all of a sudden they're playing tennis. He's in like sweatpants and like a yeah. long sleeve and a headband and a headband. Like yeah. he probably was like, I wonder the dialogue there of like, you go get warmed up. I'm gonna go change into my like. Where'd he go to get the clothes? Nope, not sure. So not sure. A lot of inconsistencies, but again, that's what makes it great. That's what I mean. That's the thing, right? If you know what you're watching and you are open to forgiving it a little bit throughout, yeah. you don't get too you don't get too hung up on it. Um right. yeah. 
nothing else really blew me away. I, I think as a kid, the Alvin Mack doing it for his family, I think that like impacted me a little bit with more. The door knocker. With the door knocker. Yeah. I said, I'm going to take care of you. And then, you know, when they start playing that tense music and the one guy he yells at across the line doesn't budge. And you're like, that guy's going to fuck up your leg, man. He's going to fuck up your career. Oh, man. But... I hated that part. Yeah, I mean it's it's a little cliche, but yeah. it, there's a lot of there's a lot of nineties guitar riffs. There's some Guns N' Roses Welcome to the Jungle, which kinda I'm sure that got me hyped when I was a kid. But yeah, I know. I agree. Let's do a quick uh rundown of the characters and, and decide yes. who we think was our was our favorite character. Sure. So we've got Joe Kane. Sure. The poor man's Christian Slater. Let's give me the goddamn ball. Alright, everybody, now's the time. Brown right, motion, tailback slant. Let's put the women and children to bed and go looking for fucking dinner, all right? On one, ready? We've got Autumn Haley, played by Halle Berry. I am biting my lower lip, just so you know. Look, I thought you wanted to learn, but if all you want to do is fake your way through, then you're going to have to find yourself another tutor. Steve Latimer, a total nut job. Unbelievable. So many great lines. Hey, it's not that hard to put on 35 pounds in the offseason if you hit the gym real hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Yes! Yeah, <laughs> starting yeah. defense! Place at the table! Looks like Joe's coming around. He should be ready for Saturday. Place at the table! Yeah! Alvin Mack, previously mentioned, uh, All-American, linebacker, responsible for my favorite scenes, I think, of the whole movie. Yeah. Yelling at the, uh, at the opposing team, the opposing running backs, blaming them for everything. 60 minutes falls out. Let's open up the whole can of kick ass and kill them all. Let the paramedics sort them out. Yeah. Oh, think I don't recognize you, you poo butt motherfucker. Hey, pay attention when I'm talking to you. What? Oh, you're the guy who shot my mother, aren't you? Shut up, man. You knew I never knew your mother. Huh? You're trying to steal a fucking car, you cocksucker. What did I do? You didn't think I was going to find you, did you? But I got you now. I'm going to bust your gun open and watch you die. Yeah, and I feel like we talked about it. He probably still had a career in the NFL. Because, I mean, he, he was going to be back. He'll play in the NFL. He has a great career ahead of him. I, even if it was his senior year, yeah, go to the combine, man. Like, get, get healed. His leg was turned around. That was, was like a um, Alex Smith type injury. It like, was pretty bad. It was rough. And the noise was, like, they definitely brought some sound oh, guy in there. Do some fucking... <laughs> Oh, the Foley artist Cracking made his money that rubber, day, dude. Yeah, Holy yeah. shit. What was that, like a cantaloupe? <laughs> yeah, it was bad. <laughs> he, like, cracked a bugle. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking bugle. A bugle. <laughs> he, like, had him on his fingers and goes... <laughs> 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 Bugles, uh, underrated dad snack. I agree. Uh, and then last but not least, Bud Light Kaminsky, uh, the offensive lineman, protector of his doggies. Comedy relief. If get along, little doggies, it's your misfortune and none of my own. Shut up, Snowflake. You think you're on Star Search? Nope. We're running doggies into the end zone and the trail runs right over your ass. So those are our, you know, top five characters that are going to stick with us. We're going to probably joke about them for the next couple weeks. Like, they... They're in our they're in our uh, lexicon now. Some one-liners of, of the from the cul-de-sac, yeah, exactly. Run. Definitely. So, who owned the movie the most for you? I mean, again, Halle Berry, honorable mention for me. But my favorite character, I think, it was Steve Latimer. Yes. yes. Steve Latimer. To me, I remembered it as a kid. Uh, he delivered again, watching it as a dad. You know, he's got 
so many great scenes where he's just fucking just jacked out of his face, slamming his head into the ground, into the, into the <laughs> windows. That was intense. Him man. just you know doing some fucking power presses. I remember vividly when I was a kid the skull and crossbones uh, yes. makeup. Which again, did he do that himself? He's probably doing makeup in L.A. right now. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> He's got a job at a carnival in the future, for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. So I think Latimer's my vote for uh, best character of the movie. Yeah. Um, honorable mention for him, too, is the the scene where he, he transfers out the piss. Unbelievable. And, and they just kind of, like, do it quickly. And you're like, what just fucking happened? What did I just see? Well, it technically is unbelievable because we, we looked it up. <laughs> and it's a medically impossible procedure. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't even say that. It's it's not a medical procedure. It's it's impossible to actually do something like that where he transferred out of his your I think it was out of his bladder. See, he did I, not, right. Oh no, but but you're right. As a kid I thought they're injecting that into his, his cock. dick. Yeah. I thought I, when I was a kid and even last night I thought they were putting it into his dick and then he was going to go and just piss it out. But then you made a point. It was at night. Right? Uh, yeah. Then it was, I'm assuming the next day was when he had to do the test. Yes. So he had to piss it up. So, yeah. So they put Probably it into, in your, into your bladder. Doesn't work. No. Again, this movie didn't really want to do detail. Right. It didn't want to explain the reason or the why behind these things. But Latimer's right there. Um, I would... Oh, this is tough. I, I think Joe Kane represents everything about the movie. He's the one with, like, the arc, so to speak. But... I've seen Joe Kane's future. I didn't need the sequel to see if he wins the Heisman the next year. That guy's a fuck up. Right. That guy's going to be on his dad's couch pretty quickly right oh, after. Also, yeah, honorable mention is Joe Kane's dad not showing up in that one fucking game. <laughs> what an asshole. What an ass. Um, I'm going to go with Alvin Mack, though, oh, for, for, yeah. for, for mine. I think if anyone can make it out of that squalor, of that, of that home life, it's going to be him. He is responsible for my favorite scenes of the whole movie on the field, the trash talking from side to side. It's always the defense, too, that gets to get away with that stuff. Offense, you don't want to give anything away. You're kind of keeping your eyes right. straight. Yeah. He's, like, out of control. Whatever you have to do to motivate yourself, right? right? And I think that's a big thing for sports is everyone's got a trigger. His was very specific and, and loud and, and entertaining, right? Yeah. It was very kind yeah. of, like, boisterous, but... Fucking hilarious to so see. So good, so good. Um, and then when him and Latimer are pumping each other up before a game and they spit in each other's mouth, I mean, that is, that's intense as fuck. But like, I, I started like, let's go. I started like getting a little bit amped yeah. up watching no. the movie last night. And and that was kind of early in the movie. I feel like, and it was kind of like, yeah, it might have been like like game one even right. just to be like, let's fucking go. And it was just a fuck. All of us were like, whoa! <laughs> That's in COVID? Right? I think it was the COVID re- reaction where you were like, I feel really weird about like, this. I don't know if that happens anymore. Yeah. I hope not. If it does, don't do it with anyone until they've shown you the card and they've shown you the negative <laughs> test. My God. I mean, I can spit in people's mouths because I have a super blood or whatever. You might spit. even heal people if you do that. Might, yeah, maybe. It's a superpower. Yeah. I need to spit in your mouth, ma'am. Yeah. No, no, I, no. I can heal you. Yes. Yeah. So overall, it's one of the top college football movies that are rated R. <laughs> <laughs> I've really got to narrow this down it's because very fine I mean, scope. Yeah, Rudy, Rudy's fantastic. Oh yeah, um, Rudy's great. You know, we threw out some other suggestions in the in the Modern Dad uh, movie group that didn't really hit. Waterboy. Um, Waterboy. That's a college movie. Yep. Um, but I think the program kind of kind of fit because it is right before college football. This, this culture, this program type of mentality, it's still in college sports, especially in football. I know. And 
That third topic we talked about, name image likeness with people getting money for it, I wonder when you lose some of that leverage from the boosters and now the players have more of it, I want to see a follow-up to this, but not about Joe Kane. I want to see a follow-up about like, like what is that culture and take it to the extreme. Yeah. But it would not be, one it wouldn't where, be a good show. You know what would, what wouldn't fly though is if the coach was the coach of a team that had the guy who goes to rehab, the guy who, you know, cheats, the backup quarterback who cheats during the year, the guy who beats up a girl and has to go to jail overnight and get suspended. That coach would not be hitting the recruiting trail at the end of the season. Right. He would he'd have to take the fall, right? Like, I think that's, like, what's what's maybe changed a little bit is instead of the coaches kind of being protected, now it's, like, like if your staff's in trouble, right? We, we, we've seen this a couple yeah. times. Yeah, As a head coach, you should have known or you did know. And, and now care. And you didn't care. And now right. the responsibility's there. I mean, right. like you said, maybe a Netflix series, maybe something where it's, like, the program, but set it more modern day. Bring, bring Halle Berry back. That'd be oh, great. Yes. And like maybe they nod to like a little Joe Kane thing. They're still at East East State University. Yeah, Eastern Eastern State. Eastern State. Yeah, ESU. I don't know. And they maybe maybe they give a little extra of like oh, Alvin is it Alvin Davis. Alvin Mack. Alvin Mack. Sorry, Alvin Mack is playing for the Bears. Maybe you know what I mean. He's Dude, he's Khalil's Khalil Khalil's Mack. Khalil's older brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, that would be cool. Yeah, it just like drop little little Easter eggs in there. That'd be awesome. It's not like there's not a, probably a show like this in development, but I'm all for creating it in the same universe as this because you bring in dads yeah. or other people who have grown up with this movie, with this property, and they get they get right into it. I'm in. I, I would I would definitely watch a Netflix or HBO series on this for sure. Fuck yeah, let's go. Let's go. DDB should even fund it. Let's just send it out in the universe and see what happens. Yeah. Joe Kane is probably fucking dead. Yeah, the yeah Joe Kane is definitely in that same robe he was wearing in rehab, just <laughs> sitting there with his dad, being a fucking loser. God, that guy had a beer on him almost the entire movie. Yeah, and he had like chips on his shirt. Oh, what a slob! I hated that guy. Yeah, watch out, dude. That's my quarterback. <laughs> cool. Uh, glad we got to watch it. Glad we got to hang out with the dads in the sack. Great day. Um, Great night. This is the best we have right now. We. We, we could go to the theaters, but this is, like, the next best thing. Right. Right? Exactly. Cool. You want to score the Imperial Starfucker? <laughs> yes. Um, this beer blew me away. One, I, I had no concept. I was, I was I came in, started the night thinking I was going to drink something else, and had this. So it was totally raw dog. I don't know if I'm using that right, but it was raw dog coming in. Hey, I didn't even spit on it. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was coming in hot. So um, didn't know what I was going to get. But I feel like you know me well enough to know I love a hazy IPA. So you kind of might know I was going to go for this. But I gave it a good score. I think it's a good score. Not as big as some other ones recently. A 92. 92? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. I also gave it a 92. <laughs> I think it is right there with what we've had recently. The the Trilliums. Yep. The Plinies. I mean, we've been spoiled. We've had really good beer. We've had good beer. Look. We've, we've kicked our whole... Uh, seltzer thing we've kicked our whole light beer thing and and we may come back on some of those right like we're big on variety this is kind of our bread and butter and if it's any kind of exclusive or special release you know we kind of lean into that too the fact this is a national special release yeah i don't even know if that's like an oxymoron like how can something be special and limited and national but be everywhere right guys go get the purple cans of imperial star fokker it is smooth 
it has tons of fruit flavor, but it's not it's not a fruity beer. Right. You can no, still no. taste the beer on the inside. I agree. Yeah. And you don't need more than a six pack. I mean, you can bring this to a fucking pool party and you'll be set. Take Dude. the Uber home and call it a night. It's better than a uh, six pack of warm soda that Joe Kane shows warm up. Warm Sprite. With. Hey, oh, Joe. Warm Sprite. Yeah, Thanks, buddy. Soda. Thanks for the fucking warm Sprite. Camille, I'm sure, loved it. Program reference in case you don't yeah, know. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. even glistening. It was just warm. He like pulled it out. He. What a fucking lame... I mean, yeah, you've been in rehab for three weeks, didn't even fucking take her calls, and you bring a fucking warm six-pack of Sprite in the old can? Yeah, she's like, okay, where's the real shit? Yeah, she's like, can you get any fucking whiskey for that? Yeah, he, like, pulls up in his, <laughs> his uh, leather jacket. I don't even know what you put in Sprite. You put whiskey in Sprite? What do you put in Sprite? Vodka? Yeah, I don't... Either one. Yeah. Either one. Whatever. You're drinking Sprite. Who gives a shit? Let's go back... Let's go down to this train tracks and wear a sports coat, drink some Sprite and whiskey. Yeah. Get weird. And take off those knee-length chill boys. <laughs> Camille. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, she was hot, though. I was, she Smoking. Yeah, she was Yeah, great. we didn't give enough love to Christy Swanson. We didn't give her any love, yeah. No. Halle Berry got all the love, but, you know. Sorry. She deserved it. She, it wasn't she like she we, we didn't great. go for it. Yeah, I know. Cool. Yeah. Um, all right, so again, next week is the NFL episode. Ugh. The uh, world's, world's greatest intern. The world's best intern. The world's top intern. Uh, the Melvin, world's intern. The world's intern. Yeah. He'll be joining us for the episode. Very excited. NFL. We're going to talk about the rule changes, storylines going in, uh, predictions for the year. And then the following week, we will have actual NFL games to report off of and lead pipe locks. Are back. Lead pipe locks are back. If you guys need any help getting onto a uh, sports responsible gambling site let me know slide into our dms i can get you a referral code there yep um and we will be giving out picks three picks every single week of the nfl season that's 54 free picks from the dads uh who last year we went 65 percent. so that's still going to be up uh arguably about eight or nine units look at that so listen listen to the podcast have fun get entertained oh and maybe make some fucking money on the back end look at that Use our name, image, and likeness for your own personal profit. Right? <laughs> That's right. All right. Is there anything else you want to go over? Uh, I'm good. I'm, I mean, I'm probably going to jerk off all over the house because I got the house to myself. So, yeah. <laughs> well, that, that 9 percenters <laughs> kicking in. Hey. Yeah, no. Um, I'm all good. You're good. I'm great. Feeling good. Michigan State. We start next Friday. So we'll, we'll record again. I'll probably give a little shout out next week on okay. it. But really pumped about the fantasy drafts. The Survivor League is coming back. Yes. The weekly picks, the pickums, the lead pipe locks, the lead pipe locks. There's a lot of opportunities to make money coming up. This is this is this is the dad season. This coming is up. this is our time. So, yeah, we're all in. Again, tell a friend, tell a person you hate. I don't care who you tell. Tell someone about the dads because we are getting hot right now. This, this is our time. This is when you want to jump in. If you've been a little on the fence, stop. Sixty-five percent. Fucking good odds. Yeah. Just listen. Um, okay, so I'm good. So for Jim, I've been Chris. We've been drinking the Stone Imperial Star Fokker. Yeah, what a fucking mouthful. I'm sorry, that's a fuck Should we take a point off of that? <laughs> I'm going to say. Let me say it, let me say it one more time. We've been drinking the Stone Imperial Star Fokker. Hazy IPA. Uh, and hey, hey, hazy Double. Hazy Double IPA. Nine or nine percent. And, uh, and we've been the dads, and we've been drinking beer. So uh, see you next week.